Episode 49, Valerie Ong on the High Line. You're going to really enjoy this one. Val talks about her musical origins, her time at Idlewild Academy. And uh, yeah, we, we, we continue the cozy. I hope you're enjoying these circle songs. Uh, I know you're going to enjoy this episode. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 49, Valerie Ong on the High Line. Side B. What What do you find to be the biggest difference between Singapore and here? Size. Size? Yeah, yeah. I think um, Singapore is a city-state. Okay. Um, it's a tiny, tiny country in a city. Um, and I think coming to America, it was it was very um, it was very fascinating um, trying to. Yeah, just adapting to size, like, within the city, like, a mile from you is another city, and you're with it, you're within a state, and, 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 and it's, it's, it's part of a, a larger country, and then there's an east coast, and there's a west, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, everything is so dense and, and insular in Singapore, hmm. sort of like Manhattan, Okay. but imagine Manhattan being country. 
I I yeah. can't imagine yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Right, a mile away would be another city. Isn't that sort of what like what it's like in the U.S.? I remember like in California driving around in cars and like a mile. Well, a, a mile, mile. It's like oh now we're in we're in this city. I don't know. I don't know. A mile is short. Yeah. You so that's what you fi- you think that the, that's what you find that that like there every mile there's a new city in the state. I thought you were saying about like Singapore, but I guess it's only one city. Right, it's only one city. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I find that. Yeah, yeah. City Perhaps every I'm mile. Mistaken. No, I mean maybe. Okay. Well, the, you know, I gotta think about that. Um, did did you have a cozy zone in Singapore? Cozy Zone was probably my first home. Yeah. Um, the home that I, I, I lived in for the first eight years of my life. Yeah. It's a pretty modest home, but um, it, it like its imprint on me was like magical. I would I would give anything to go back mm. to my simple room with yellow wallpaper. Mm. Um, the little garden that we had and the little pool we had that we shared with other people. Yeah. Um, I would say that 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 was my cozy zone. Mm. Yeah, that's so nice. And even sometimes I uh, I googled the list. I googled the the address of yeah. the house, and and it was it was I think it was up for sale a few years ago. And I look through the space, and it just it brings back so many memories. Yeah, yeah. just like a bare empty house. Oh. It's just like so poignant, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What but was your neighborhood like? Um, it was nice. Um, it was a little suburban. We lived in sort of like a townhouse within like a community. So um, there were trees. We lived on a hill. Um, a lot of my neighbors were expats. Okay. So I remember I used to hang out with a Korean-American girl and an American girl. We used to go swimming. Uh-huh. Um, I used to rollerblade down the hill. I think I still have scars on my knees to prove it. Oh, God. Um yeah, it was right next to my singing teacher's house. No, my, sorry, my piano teacher's house. So I walked there on Saturday mornings. Um, Saturday nights, we'd have dinner at my my home. My extended family, my cousins would come over. My grandmother would cook. Yeah, it was it was great. I'd, I'd give anything to go back. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What What was one of your grandmother's best dishes? Um, I think over the years, um, I really enjoyed... Um, her noodles, which she calls pa mi, and mi is uh, it's it's uh, it's 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 Chinese for noodles. Mm. Um, uh, it's she hand makes them. Um, she puts the dough through the the thingamajig. And uh-huh. She cuts them and she makes her broth. Yeah, and it's it's just so simple, but it's it's great. And uh, I saw. Um, on Instagram over Chinese New Year, which I sadly wasn't back for. My, my cousins were sitting around the table eating that, and I was just so envious. So oh. envious, yeah. yeah. No no per se or, or pita lugers or anything can, no. can beat such, like, simple homemade homemade goodness. No. Know? Yeah. It's interesting, too. It sounds like the Internet, like, all, there's all these corners of the Internet that just, like, inspire all of this nostalgia and remembrance which is really interesting in a way that i don't i don't think i have the same relationship with the internet 
Yeah, and it's funny because today when you were on the phone, we were having a Spark meeting in Jiri, which we somehow got on the subject of Google Maps. Oh, yeah. And traveling timestamps, which I'm not still not sure what that means. Um, on Google, a feature on Google Maps. Traveling like, timestamp. I think you can see like what that street was in 2007. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so he, she was showing us... Um, her home and her backyard and there was a picture of uh, her, her her grandma going for a stroll and her cat taking a leak and, wow. I, and I was just like wow I, I said to Lindsay and Jerry like would you like to see my house in Singapore and the fact that I could share that part of my life with you guys was just mind-blowing like through the tip of my fingers but then but then you came in and we had to uh, we had to resume our meeting so, so you never got to so show never got to show but I thought but yeah oh god but yeah the internet's a powerful thing I'm sorry that that you you didn't get to share that. You're sharing it now a little. What? You're sharing yeah. you're sharing it now a little. Oh. So and it also, it sounds like you were uh, learning music from a pretty young mm. age as yeah. well. Yeah. When did you start playing piano, being musical? Um. Well. <clears throat> so to give you a bit of, bit of background, my dad's a guitarist okay. by training. He never pursued it professionally, but it's something that um, it's it's been an unwavering love um, every day since I was a child, at least at least four hours on the guitar. And my dad's an introvert, and I and the, his guitar was an outlet. Um, so we had I had music in my family growing up. Uh, my my brother's really musical. Um, I played the piano, but I wasn't very interested in it. I always liked to sing, but I think my mom, being sort of singing and, and opera was an unfamiliar territory, and I would just say like I I, I want to be like Mariah Carey, you know. And I think she thought it was a it was a it was a a, a phase a. Um, a desire perhaps um, formed by being brainwashed by by the media oh boy um, so she never she never um, she never uh, got me lessons or anything like mm. that um, <clears throat> but um yeah when I was 13 my dad had a connection um, and I started singing lessons and it was hard at first because with everything that you, with every hobby, with everything that you like to do, if you want to take it seriously, it comes hard work and discipline. And I, I wasn't quite cut out for that yet. Um, yeah, and uh, so that lasted a pretty short time. Um, and then I joined the Singapore Youth Choir. Um, and that's where I felt like a oh, passion and discipline and hard work. That's where I saw it combined in a fruitful way and you have um, all those other people to support yeah, you and they were yeah so much older i was the youngest i was 15 and oh, wow. they were all much older we mm. went to italy um uh for a tour for a choral competition um yeah and there was a lot of hard work that went into it i think most of my saturdays were spent rehearsing with them and then shortly after that you know i learned more about like music and music theory I met people within the choir who were studying composition, who had doctorates in, you know, musicology, and I thought, oh, this is this is this is a this is a serious discipline. It's a respectful discipline. Um, yeah, and um, my dad 
found uh, a performing arts school in in LA in near near LA called the Idlewild Arts Academy that was coming to Singapore for auditions, and I didn't think I was qualified. Um, but yeah, I sent in a tape and I, I got in, and and that's where that's where I think my uh, my serious training, um, both as a musician and, and an artist, started to. To, to, to so that was that was high school. That was high school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. <clears throat> and so you yeah. moved to LA. I moved to California. California. Yeah. Yeah. When I was fifteen, I went to boarding school. Um. Yeah. Uh, I had a great voice teacher, Lori Stinson. Um. It was it was a huge growing experience because a lot of the people were they were good they were really good. Um. But. Yeah, I worked. I worked my butt off. Mm. I worked really hard. Um, yeah, and one thing to add was like the American system. Really, yeah, it just it fit me. It fit the way I thought. It fit, you know, how I learn. And I, I think I, I really blossomed. Yeah, as a person. And yeah, yeah, it was a great experience. That's really. that's wonderful. Yeah. Did you feel like you mm. were leaving anything or anyone behind? No, um, not really. I mean, um, I have a pretty, I have a pretty unorthodox, like, I guess not really unorthodox, but like complicated family life. Okay. Um, my parents had split up at the time. My, my mom was living in Australia Oh wow! with her, with her then partner. So I was, so it, you know, it, it, it wasn't like I was, I was leaving a, a happy, cozy, loving home. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was I was I was very excited. I was very excited to 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 be to to to, to go away. And and I know there are there are lots of uh, disadvantages of of leaving your your home behind. But for me, I think it was an advantage that I at that point in my life I didn't have a stable, cozy, loving, traditional family life to pine. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh. Who who were your who were your friends mm. at Ida Wild? Um, <clears throat> so the great thing about Ida Wild is uh, there was a huge international student population. I think we made up like fifty percent wow. of the population. So we had lots of people from like Bulgaria, South Korea, um, yeah, China. Um, so I had a, an eclectic group of friends, and I, 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 think, I think till today I really work well in, a, in, a, in an international setting, in a more cosmopolitan setting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, one of my best friends, Naomi. Shout out to Naomi Florin. Hi, Naomi. Um, she, was, uh, she was also my roommate my junior year. She was a, uh, she's half Filipino, half Korean from the Bay Area. She's a violinist. She's currently uh, playing in the orchestra for the the Woodsman. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Um, and then my other best friend, shout out to Alejandro Duque. Alejandro. Um, Mexican from 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 Texas, from San Antonio, plays the viola. Just a dear friend. Um, yeah, and one of my other best friends, um, um, Raquel, uh, Costa Rica Costa Rican girl. Um, came on a full scholarship. Father was a pastor. She lived. They b- lived, I think, in the basement of their church. And she got a scholarship to come to Idlewild. And I remember when I first met her. She hardly, she barely spoke a word of English. 
and that was like my crew and we like yeah he got along so well and there are of course many other people but yeah those are the people closest to my heart that's wonderful yeah yeah did you uh did you get into any mischief not at all no 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 zero um no hmm. yeah yeah i think the extent of my mischief is is like my 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 humor i see my mild like pranking you i know? see okay yeah yeah, yeah. but um well like the year the graduating class before me um the day of graduation i think like like 20 kids got expelled because they were they were drinking and like partying out the night before and someone had to get his stomach pumped and it's Oof. just like people were expelled left right and center um and i i knew how much at stake that it was for me and it, it just like it didn't interest me yeah yeah it, it didn't interest me at all yeah what what is one of your mm. like proudest uh, achievements when you were at Idlewild? <clears throat> I remember um, when I first joined the uh, the voice program, the opera program. I was probably one of the the, the worst ones. Um, I, I hadn't had proper training. Um, I didn't know much about opera. I worked. There was some resistance. There were a few like mean girls, you okay. know. Um, who weren't very welcoming, yeah. um, and I just worked my butt off. I would, I would, um, we'd, we'd have rehearsal spaces called the Troys in the woods. These little like hot houses, uh -huh. soundproof, and I would just go there every night and I, I, I sing and I study and memorize my music. And one performance class I sang in, and my my teacher Paul Sayuk, he um, in the cafeteria the next day, he proudly declared, and I walked by and he said. Valerie, like you are the most improved person in the entire academy. Wow! And he like declared it, and there were a bunch of teachers around, and like, and he was really proud of me, and and it felt great. Yeah. And he said to me, he confessed, he said, when you first auditioned, I, I wasn't sure that you had it in you, but but man, you 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 worked hard, and you know, so that that was that was a great feeling. That's yeah. that's really wonderful. Congrats, <coughs> Val. That's wonderful. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for listening to episode 49, Valerie Ong, on the Highline side. B, check out The Cozy Zone on all of your favorite social media outlets. Check me out on Instagram, at Ben Weber Projects. Check me out on the Twitter, uh, that's at Cozy Zones. Uh, like the Cozy Zone Foundation on Facebook, Anthony Pound. Thank you for liking the page. Uh, you should be receiving your your commemorative plaque uh, for liking the foundation uh, soon in the mail, um, just after you provide your uh, best address. Uh, and if you want to just send me an email, that's ben at smashtype.com, www.benweberprojects.com. I am so grateful for your listening. Uh, see you next time for Side C.